0: book of Proverbs, verse 34. If you need a minute, say, wait a minute, preacher. All right. If you found that, say amen. Amen. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, we humbly bow in your presence this morning. And we ask you today, dear God, Lord, for your help. Lord, we pray today, dear God, that you would inhabit every word. Lord God, that I speak, I pray, would be filtered through the Holy Spirit of God. We thank you, Lord, for the beautiful singing, the beautiful service, God, you've allowed us to be in thus far, the wonderful teaching, and Lord, the moving of your Spirit. We thank you for all of that. I pray this morning, if there be any here today, Lord God, that they are 100% sure that they do not want to go to hell when they die but not 100% sure that they would go to heaven. I pray today would be the day, dear Lord, that they pray and ask for your forgiveness. God, we need you. And God, I pray you would encourage a child of God. And I thank you, Lord God, for being our God. And Lord God, our Savior. We love and thank you in Jesus' name. together the church says, Amen. Amen. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Uh, there's no doubt, through the teachings of history, uh, there has been an uh, effort uh, to divorce God from the founding of our nation. Uh, recognizing this morning that on this day, uh, in 1776, we celebrate, in this day, we celebrate the document titled, The Unanimous Declaration of Independence. Having 1,338 words, yet 56 men lined up to sign it, knowing that their lives may possibly be lost, their finances, and their families may be vanished. We recognize this morning that the principle of that, one of the principles of that document is summed up in the sentence from that document that says this statement. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let me just stop right here for just a minute. It does not matter what country that your heritage comes from. If you are a citizen of the United States of America today, you are an American. Not to be prefaced or qualified by your former country. You are an American. This is the country that, thank God, that you live in, that we have the freedom to stand in and to live and to raise our families in. The, uh, one of the last statements out of the Declaration of Independence is simply this, and I quote, And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Four times. In this document of 1,338 words, four times God is referred to. In this Declaration of Independence, they recognized that they no doubt that this document would not be accepted well by the British government. These men knew that their lives would stand to be lost, yet... They recognize the scripture that greater love hath no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friends. Righteousness exalteth the nation. Righteousness is defined as the quality of being morally right. This would imply that righteousness should be the goal for any nation that is founded. Why do you say that, preacher? Because the Bible said righteousness exalteth a nation. understand this morning that America has been the most blessed country in the existence of history. You say, preacher, how about Rome? Rome, no doubt, uh, had one of the greatest militaries upon the face of the earth. But I believe America has a greater military than even Rome had compared To its day. I believe that it would also uh, imply that righteousness should be the rule that would be governed by any nation. We see in Psalms 22 and verse 8, the Bible teaches this morning that uh, for the kingdom is the Lord's and He is the governor among the nations. Understand this morning, it is not the president that sets the standard for America. It is not Congress that sets the standard for America. What are you saying today, preacher? Understand this morning, the righteous standard that has been set for America is set out by God Himself. Understand we rehearse and we learn these standards by going to the house of God every time that the doors are open. Uh, Once a time, there was a time that in our junior high schools, I don't know about middle school, but in our junior high schools at one time, it was required that the students memorize the Declaration of Independence. Sadly today, I don't even believe that it is required that they read it. At one time, it was required that every morning be open by pledging allegiance to the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God. Amen. Indivisible. Amen. With liberty and justice for all. Sadly, in today's day and age, I recall to my mind the scripture that said, Then rose a generation that knew not the Lord. Mommy and Daddy, it is our responsibility to pass these teachings on to our children. Mama and Papa, to ensure if our children uh, are not teaching to their children, that Mama and Papa step in. The Bible says in Psalms 33 and 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Truly, America has been blessed by God. Understand, Psalms 103 and verse 19 says, The Lord hath prepared His throne in the heavens, and His kingdom ruleth over all. So righteousness has been set as the standard, and it has been set by God Himself. We recognize this morning that according to this Scripture, that righteousness exalteth a nation. And we recognize this morning that the Bible teaches this morning that God is king over all of the earth. According to Psalms 47 and verse 7. Psalms 47 and verse 8 says, God setteth upon the throne of His holiness. Understand this morning that God's standard is a standard of righteousness And he said in his word in Leviticus 20 and verse 7, He said, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Understand this morning uh, that America at one time was known as a Christian nation. The Bible teaches that righteousness exalteth a nation. What does it mean, preacher? that the Bible teaches that righteousness exalteth a nation but sin is approach uh, to any people well the word exalteth it means to raise up, Uh, it means to make high, it means to elevate uh, in stature, understand this morning that the word uh, reproach uh, is the expression of disapproval or disappointment as I mentioned a moment ago in Rome's time that Rome had the greatest military and it was the greatest force upon the face of the the earth, but one problem that Rome had, no doubt by looking at Rome they looked so powerful, they looked so evident, they looked so exalted, but Rome rotted from within. Amen. All of their orgies, all, amen, all of their devilish natures, amen. their heathen culture, God would not allow to stand. America, my friend, is no different. God will not allow America to stand that God once exalted this great nation. Understand this morning that if we turn our back on God, where are we going to get our help from? Understand this morning that there is a bomb called the Moab, the mother of all bombs. And understand this morning, I believe that it holds 44 tons uh, of explosive power that is non-nuclear. understand, I believe that in 2017, uh, America dropped that bomb in the Middle East uh, and it did such devastation. Uh, There is one bomb, there is two bombs bigger. Uh, Russia has one that is called the FOAB, the father of all bombs. Uh, And even greater than that was the bomb that America dropped uh, in Japan uh, in the conclusion of World War II uh, and it had such devastating power. Uh, Well preacher what are you saying this morning? In all of man's great inventions uh, in all of man's great power, uh, in all of man's great thoughts, uh, there is nothing that we can do without the mighty hand of God uh, in our land. Uh, God has allowed this nation to rise up uh, From the devastation. Uh, Honey, uh, being able to separate ourselves from another country. Uh, God has allowed the pilgrims. uh, Honey, to get on some boats. uh, And to carry their Bibles to a new land. uh, A new country. Uh, God has allowed them to step forth on Plymouth Rock. Uh, and to allow the monument to be erased uh, uh, in the name of faith. Uh, and God has allowed this nation. Uh, I need to be able to gather together We're 56 men uh, knowingly laid down their lives. Uh, but the day before they signed the Declaration of Independence, they read Psalms, the book of Psalms. They read one verse out of the book of Psalms 150 times. The day before... They signed the Declaration of Independence. They entered in to a day of prayer. Understand this morning that God was in the founding of this great nation. God has blessed America like no other country. One attack upon this country in 1944 by another country. What other country is able to say that our land has only been attacked by one other country one time? Understand this morning that God has had His hedge of protection around this nation. That whenever that the dear teachers at the one room schoolhouses would take out their black King James Bible. And to be able to teach their students the word of God. Yet America decides to take prayer out of school the praying mommies and daddies that have prayed for children, yet America has allowed for abortion to become legal in this nation that God has blessed so great. Sin is a reproach to any people. Sin will take you farther than you ever intended to go and it will cost you far more than you ever intended thought you would have to pay. Psalms 9 and 17, the Bible says... The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. Psalms uh, or Proverbs fourteen and nine. Fools make a mock at sin. Psalms or, or Proverbs twenty eight and four. They that forsake the law praise the wicked. Uh, and uh, Romans six and twenty three. For the wages of sin is death. Uh, can I stop this morning uh, and remind you uh, that our nation was once founded upon uh, this? God, and how that we've drifted away. Can I stop this morning and tell you that this is not the way that it has to be? I do not believe that in the, uh, in the building that is known as Carpenter's Hall, whenever these men signed this great document, I do not believe that they ever had the intentions to allow America to get in the condition that we find ourselves in today. This morning, if I can, before I go any farther, I'd like to read a a prayer that was prayed in the Kansas legislature on January the 23rd, 1996, by a pastor by the name of Joe Wright. And he said, Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says woe to those who call evil good. But that is exactly what we have done. We have lost our spiritual equilibrium and inverted our values. We confess that we have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word. In the name of moral pluralism. We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We have endured perversion. And called it alternate life, alternative lifestyles. We have exploited the poor and called it lottery. We have neglected the needy and called it self-preservation. We have rewarded laziness and called it welfare. In the name of choice, we have killed our unborn. In the name of the right to life, we have killed abortionists. We have neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it political savvy. We have coveted our neighbors' possessions and called it taxes. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We've ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God. And know our hearts today. Try us and show us any wicked way in us. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Guide and bless these men and women who have been set here by the people of Kansas. And who have been ordained by you to govern the great state of Kansas. Grant them your wisdom And to rule and may their directions or may their decisions direct us to the center of your will. I ask it in the name of your son, the living Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. On that day in January 23rd, 1996, one got up and began a protest because of that prayer. Later that year in the state of Colorado, another legislator recited that very prayer and several got up from the legislator and walked out in protest to that prayer. What's happened to us? I do not believe that it is supposed to be this way. Let me just ask you a question in closing. Is it supposed to be this way that Planned Parenthood has committed more murderous Abortions last year than ever before, 354,871 unborn children lost their lives in the womb. Is it supposed to be this way that America leads all other countries in the world in teenage pregnancies? Is it supposed to be this way that America leads the world in illicit drug use disorders? Is it supposed to be this way since 1960 in America? Murder has risen 80.2%. Is it supposed to be this way in America that auto theft has risen 119% since 1960? Is it supposed to be this way that larcen- larceny theft has risen 174.1%? Since 1960 in America. Is it supposed to be this way in America since 1960 that violent crime has risen 331.7%? Two more. Is it supposed to be this way in America that since 1960 rape has risen 713.3%? Is it supposed to be this way? That in Chicago alone, since 1964, murders have increased 3,395.4%. 3, Is it supposed to be this way? That in America, we've turned our backs on the only. Help that we have. I'm not condoning and I'm not volunteering to take money from the government. But understand what I'm saying this morning. It has been said that you cannot legislate morals. But isn't that what we have done by saying that it's legal for homosexuals to have sex? Edward versus Texas in 2001. The Supreme Court overturned that rule to allow that to happen. It was the gateway to allow same-sex marriage just in the last few years. Understand this morning that when we take children away from parents and we have grandparents, many in this church, that are raising their grandchildren, it was never supposed to be that way. But I do believe that the greatest investment that the government of the United States could make is investing in the local New Testament churches. Preach the Word. Investing in men and women, young people. Gather them to the house of God. Teach them the golden rule. Teach them what the Word of God says. Teach them that it's okay to fail. That there is forgiveness at the feet of Jesus.
1: That is how
0: that America can get back in the grace of God. Understand this morning that it is not too late for America. For just as I would say for anyone that is on life support that I'm visiting in the hospital and I'm gathered by the family at that bedside and they may not know the Lord and we may have prayer with them and the family may say, is there any hope? And I'd simply say, as long as there is breath in their body, there is hope. And I assure you today as the winds roll off of the oceans on the east coast across to the Appalachian mountains right across the prairies of Kansas all the way to the mountains of Oregon I understand this morning as long as there is breath in America there is hope that America can turn back to God. But was never supposed to be this way